Do you like kombucha? I love kombucha! Drinks like pee and smells even worse! What am I gonna do? <laughs> Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and Ron. Yes, you listen to Synchronon. The Sick and Ron, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, E. Simon. I'm Harrison. Harrison, how are you? How are you? Like, really, how are you doing, man? It sounds like a trick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm concerned. A Jews trick or something. I'm concerned for your welfare yeah. after the uh, story you, you texted me the other day about the, the being banned on Twitch... For self-harm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what's yeah, going yeah. on with this? Yeah, that happened. Yeah, when you, when you uh, told me this, I was like, oh, shit. I, I figured you're, you're being banned for untoward content, you know. Suspended. Is, what, what do you mean untoward content? I don't know. That, that, what else do they ban you for? And then you're like, oh, no, it was self-harm. And I'm like, self-harm. You for all, all sorts of shit. So, Copyright okay. stuff, you know. What happened? Uh, Did you have a full breakdown? Was that quarantine madness? Is that what happened? Like there was a breakdown. It actually, I think it happened last Sunday night after we recorded the other episode. And I was like, I was getting drunk, and I was listening to the soundtrack for "To Sir with Love." Oh yeah, the to film Sir with Love. Sidney Poitier teaches a gang of uh, East London roughneck kids the value of life and love and <laughs> was it wait, language, was it? you know. Wasn't there like a teacher that someone had like a like a crush on Sidney Poitier? Uh, Lulu, 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 who sings the the titular song of the film, has a crush on Sidney Poitier. Okay, um, it was kind of like yeah, I, it was, you know, and they all have like Cockney accents, and he's like, well, I used to have a fucking some kind of Guyanese patois, and that makes <laughs> even less sense than that. And I gave you know now I talk properly, and he teaches them how to do that. You know, it's kind of he's kind of like Dr. Phil and it. But instead of like the cash me outside girl, it's like 30 of them. And how you old know? was Lulu when she was this like a uh, like I a Nabokov know. Lolita kind of situation? There's no romance with Lulu. There oh, okay. is a weird song where she's scene where she sings the song to him. And it's like, oh, but I think that's all on her end. So, so. you you were describing the film to mm. streamers and did did you announce this no no it, that was later I, that was later this was okay. i was just listening to the because it's it, that song is one of the like there's maybe like 10 or 20 songs that i can use to force myself to feel feelings turn the page bob seeger no no <laughs> no 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 keep forgetting michael mcdonald no okay no, all right I'm that's way a off. sexy song come on um <clears throat> Although, you know, what is, what is sad, what a fool believes. But it sounds oh, yeah, yeah. so peppy that it's like, you can't, you don't know but what's going on. But it is a tragic on. tale, though. Mm -hmm. It really is. Right. Yeah. Um, but you uh, serve with love. You played that song and then you instantly Yeah, yeah, and up. I was crying, I was crying and drinking vodka and playing with my switchblade. On the air. Which is, 
which is apparently a big no-no. You know, I'd like to, if they know a better way to spend the Sunday night, I'd like to hear it. But, so, uh, so yeah, what happened? Did air. you, do you get reported or did a mod find out or how did, how did I don't know why I did it on the air. I was, it was just kind of like, I was, was a little bit of a breakdown and it was kind of like a witness me. I was going to say without huffing paint. <laughs> it was like with huffing computer duster instead of paint, let's say, you know? So wait, just what to, were you doing yeah. with the knife? Were you like running it on your skin? Were you picking your teeth with it? I was it? just flipping it like a... Oh, you just know, opening it and closing like it. Like one might do with a fidget spinner or such. You, you know? can't... So I don't get it. Then what did you do that's You can't wrong? have a weapon. You can't have... Well, I think it was the... You know... The, oh, you can't the, have a, a weapon. The aura of self-harm. Yeah, the crying and the knife and whatever. So how'd you find it out? It wasn't that you were like uh, I was listening to the ballad of Lucy Jordan with a knife to my throat. It wasn't like that, like I do every week. It was a different thing. Were you drunkenly you know? singing along, like flipping no. the knife? It, okay. No. No. And was, was it the Ten Thousand Maniacs Michael Stipe version of the song or the Lulu song? Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> Uh, yeah, remember that? How dare you ask me that? No, I don't remember that, and I'm glad I don't. <laughs> Thank God I don't. Jesus Christ. So that what, what, what do they do? A duet of it or something? Jesus yeah, God. like it was. I just remember it on MTV. Oh. They did like a what's that called? Unplugged. And like uh, sure. David Byrne did a song with her. I forget which one it was, but it was it was decent. So what? So what happened? Did you get an email saying you're banned or you're suspended? Yeah, yeah, you're suspended for thirty days. Thirty days. Because the best way to, um, you know, the best response to someone that's uh, crying out for help is to cut them off from a social outlet during a quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the way to go. And my, of course, my initial response is to, like, I appealed it, but I, 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 I was able to curtail my initial instinct, was to be, which was to be like, you're going to be the first people I mentioned in my suicide note which will also trigger a series of press releases and there that you know some negative stories are slim right there. now yeah, yeah. you know what i mean there's like not a lot going on so that you know, hey, it's a blatant I cry for help which i didn't did, do that you know? i didn't do that yeah so it, i just needed that. i just needed it witnessed you know i was so i was concerned because when i and when by you, the way it was witnessed by like no one other than whoever reported me apparently so so someone must have reported you which is crazy were there any yeah. listeners in there that uh, were watching? No. I don't know. I don't know. As you wouldn't even know. No one was commenting. I wasn't really paying attention. I honestly forgot I even did it. <laughs> like when I woke up, I was like, oh, Twitch is open. That's weird. You know? I, was, so. I, I didn't know what was happening when you said that. I, as soon as you said that, like I was banned for 39 days, I thought the first thing that came to mind was like you were showing your dick to a bunch of 12-year-olds or something. Like drug. Why would that come to your mind? I, I thought that's why. Why they would banned I do you. that? Well, I just thought that's what it I've takes never to committed get a sex crime in my life. Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, seriously, it's it seems you like, don't know what. What don't you know? Well, I think what it is mm -hmm. is I had read a, an email about a, a YouTube pedophile, and there's a yeah. lot of problems with YouTube mm -hmm. and TikTok right now with sex offenders. And I was thinking oh, yeah. the only way you can get banned from these things is by doing something like that. So that was the first thing that popped in my mind. And then when you're like, "No, it's self harm," I was like, "Oh, no big deal." Yeah, who cares? Yeah, but apparently a that's a big deal on Twitch. Yeah. You can get banned for a lot of bullshit. You know, I mean, YouTube, it's easier, but Twitch, you could still get banned for a lot of shit. 
You know, if you wear a low-cut top, for instance. You get banned you know? for that? Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Are there rules? I mean, most like, chicks there... don't because people don't report it because they... They're Why masturbating. would you? But, yeah, um, um, is there like a... Um, like a there must be a blog page with all the things you could do to get banned. Like the, this is like what happens if you like what you can violate the rules that you can violate to be banned. Oh yeah. That's Twitch. how I want to spend my time. I'm going to read the terms of service. No, I'm going to look this up because yeah. I'm, I'm a little amazed. So when you, I did actually look it up after, did they um, say like uh, any, you know, a knife in a video that's automatic banning. It just said self harm. No, it doesn't go into detail. Dicks. Yeah. So no, they're real dicks. Yeah, yeah, I did. And what they I haven't say? heard back. Oh. They said nothing. They haven't responded yet because they're pieces of shit. Wow. I want to... I, I, you know, I'm going to start a Mixer account or something because fuck these people, honestly. <laughs> the only thing is my Mixer doesn't work with my PS4. That's the sad thing. Maybe I'll just use YouTube. Fuck them, honestly. That, they, uh, it actually Twitch. really pissed me off. Yeah, yeah but I mean, I, to your point, though, somebody, <laughs> somebody who's like, you hmm. know, might be a potential candidate for self-harm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just cut their only way to express themselves to the live audience. You might actually be able to help them. During a quarantine. During a quarantine. During a quarantine. Yeah. Pieces of shit. God, soulless motherfuckers. I, I, I've got half a mind to go to their offices and then kill myself in the lobby. As a protest. Right? That would, yeah. that would get the point across. And be like, here's some self-harm for you, motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that would do it. That would castrate it, right? yourself. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so the reason I thought YouTube uh, pedophile is because mm-hmm. I got an email from a listener mm-hmm. named Alana. Mm-hmm. She says, "Hey guys, longtime listener from Northern Ireland. I was wondering if you've heard the recent scandals populating YouTube at the moment involving Onesian, who's being exposed as a a child groomer, possible or alleged sex trafficker." Also known as mm. Baby Carrot, which I'm not quite sure what that means. Is that mm. a nickname for this guy, Baby Carrot? I don't think that's a, n- a name of him. I, I don't d- think so. Don't know. All of these people have like seven different names, so it's hard to really keep track of. They do, because she pointed out another guy here named Davi Vanity, who's a vile human being who's actually mm. assaulted and raped numbers of children along with young women aged 10 to 20. Oof. Um and she says he uses his fame from his shitty band, Blood on the Dance Floor. And she mm. said that these crimes are being brought to light by Chris Hansen from uh, To Catch a Predator fame. Yeah, he's got his own YouTube. He's like... Yeah, he's also... Trying uh, some shit. Well, yeah, yeah, he was on this show, actually, uh, mm. talking about that YouTube show. Yes, you've it's like right it before it came like out. A few hundred times to me. Yeah, that guy's great. Mm. He was great. Mm. You know, he went to, he's, uh, went to Michigan State. No, I did not know. The whole Michigan thing. Mm. Anyway, so she mentioned this, and I was like, I had to go look it up, and I was talking to you about it, and yeah, this Onesian character, that's that, there's, some, there's something, I mean, th- that guy, there, there's something really off about this gentleman, this YouTuber. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, right. I, I don't think he's officially been charged with any crimes, but he's definitely under investigation. Yeah, he has definitely violated at one point um, the Man Act. What's the Man Act? I believe the subtitle of it is like the White Slavery Law of 1892 or something. It's oh. like when you transport someone under a certain age, a woman under a certain age across state lines for the purposes of sex or something like that. Oh. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. 
that is something. So, so this guy's name, one of his names, is Gregory Jackson, YouTuber, also known as as Onision, O N I S I O N, Onision, Onision yeah. or however you say it. Right. Um, apparently, the internet's really upset with this guy right now. Um, he's <laughs> been losing thousands of followers. People on the internet are upset with with uh, YouTubers. You know, it's like it comes and goes. Their yeah. mercurial disposition, these people. But uh, this guy's been around since well, they're 2006. Like <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's been doing YouTube since 2006. Mm. So he's, you mm. know, he's, uh, he's uh, gotten quite popular over the years. I mean, some of mm. his videos have like, uh, you know, over a million views. I don't understand the appeal, but I don't think I'm the demographic for it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to explain without like, we're going to do a very general overview for like, we're going to assume that like most people don't know who like Shane Dawson is, right? Because I don't really yeah. know who that is. And it's like to either. understand a lot of the drama, it's like, oh, you got to know who Shane Dawson and like Cameron Deligaboo Windigo face is or whatever, you know? Well, so this guy originally became, so he had been a YouTuber making just these kind of, I don't know, short, com- like comedic type videos. Um, yeah, they're kind of like little, they're like, it's like these things kind of have the, the appeal of, of a podcast where it's like you have kind of a familiarity, uh, intimate, pseudo intimate relationship with the, the host or the star. Yeah. Or whatever. And then they're like these little kind of comedic skits that they mainly appeal to younger people. Like, you know, people are like, I don't know, fucking 11, 12, 13, up to 20 or whatever. Uh, and this is, it's like it doesn't translate well. Like, like this was also the case of, of Lily Singh, who was actually way more successful, I think, than Onesian was. Um, and then they gave her a late night talk show. Oh, and yeah, her, yeah, like, yeah. And her talk show was terrible. And her humor, like her the format translate. she was used to, it doesn't translate at all. Yeah. It just doesn't translate. So, yeah. So this guy was on YouTube, and I guess he made a parody video called The Banana Song. I'm a banana. Yeah. It's terrible. Um, he's just up in a banana. He's just like, I'm a banana. Uh, blah, blah, whatever. It's, it's awful. Mm, it's not yeah. creative. It's just like him mm. wearing this stupid banana suit with like mm. a, a, a EDM track singing yep. I'm a banana. Anyway, mm. it was uh, hilarious enough to be played on Tosh.0, mm. the funniest program of all time. Oh, it's great. Yep. This happened in 2009. Mm. And now the video has like 77 million views. And uh, it's just, yeah, it's mm. just this idiot jumping around and screaming in a banana suit. But it skyrocketed yeah. into like mid-level internet fame. And so if you look at some of his other videos, there's like, have you seen the, the whole thing that he has about, uh, he asks women to send in pictures and then he gives his uncensored opinion on their bodies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's that's his that's his thing, which is pretty sketchy thing. and gross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and he, I guess yeah, he has a real he's really has it in for um, uh, BBWs. Yeah, yeah, he's not a, not a big fan of the, the fuck, BBWs. You know? Yeah, uh, but so. he's also profoundly disliked by the YouTube community for years, despite maintaining millions of subscribers across. He has like three channels. Yeah. Um, and, so I don't uh, get that. I mean, it's like he, he has a part of his art, I think is that he's really good at like everything is a show. Like even when it's like, Oh my God, I'm under indictment. 
he'll make a video freaking out about why he's under indictment and name it in a really clickbaity way that like will make everybody watch it you know so even his enemies are watching everything he does and it'll be like you know the titles of the videos will be like the truth dot 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 or like you know things like that where it's like very clickbaity and that's kind of how he's managed to do this over the years he really any kind of drama or he really any kind of even bad publicity he managed to make it work for him at least up to now yeah it sounds like he takes full advantage of it and not to mention i think he welcomes the negativity in the comment stream because i think that Mm. brings more people to the page yeah you know and so he he sees that i guess we're going to get into his relationship his curious relationship with his transgendered partner um Mm. but one of the things that he does or i guess he's famous for i don't know if she's transgender she might just be non-binary or something i'm not really sure exactly from what i read she's a he you say a he but i I don't know a male a female the male transgendered man with whom he has children right they have a pretty interesting relationship but one of the things that uh he's become famous for is his youtube uh channel has is he's opened their marriage to additional partners and documents the ensuing drama yes which uh we're gonna get to in a minute the other thing i i heard he um received a lot of criticism for and this kind of goes to to what you're just saying is that you think that you you take his videos at face value, but you don't know how authentic they are. Because is he creating some kind of drama? Is he dramatizing something? Or is this really happening? But did you see that video of the young woman named Shiloh who looked mm. like she was in this like vulnerable state, like yeah. in a shower? Did you see that? Um, I've seen a bunch of stuff with her, but I don't know if I've seen that one. Yeah, like she was laying on the cold floor of a shower, Mm. trembling, speaking incoherently, unable to recognize her surroundings. And he's asking her questions, filming her the entire time. And you're thinking, dude, why aren't you calling 911? Like this girl's having a stroke. Yeah. It's one of those things. It's hard to tell what's real because it's like, she had a thing where supposedly she was like losing her memory. Yeah. Which is like, it's very rare. For that to happen in actual life like it, that happens a lot in soap operas it's possible it happened um you know i don't know you like know it, she's definitely having having seizures like some kind of amnesia uh, but like, but amnesia is like well, who knows okay. i mean maybe she fell and had a concussion or whatever but you can't really tell if it's all staged so it's hard to really distinguish reality with these these videos yeah and then there was a recent thing where it was like where he's like his patreon got canceled and then he was like i'm getting divorced and i'm living in a tent in my yard now and but it was like he wasn't really now and and it's unclear if he's getting divorced but he definitely wasn't living in a tent so (laughs) yeah so he has caught the eye of chris hansen someone who uh Mm. you probably don't want to have knock on your front door no um and uh yeah, Chris Hansen and his his new show that he has, it's very similar to Catch a Predator, but it's on YouTube, is uh, trying to unfold the story of Onesian allegedly grooming underage fans with the aid of his spouse, Kai Avaro, who is known previously as Laney. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this is interesting. And Taylor before that. <laughs> Yeah, Taylor. It's, they all yeah. have so it's many every, different they monikers. They all have so many names. It's, it's like, hard Jesus to follow. Christ. Yeah. So, girls are claiming that Onesian, and later even his husband, a female to male mm. transgender man whom he has children, uh, formerly known as Laney, now Kai, would solicit them via social media, 
sometimes while they were underage. So what what is the deal with his relationship with Kai, mm-hmm. his husband? Okay. Well, um, some point during their relationship, I don't know exactly when, uh, Kai realized that, you know, she would... First, she first she she was realized she was bisexual. Then I think she realized she was you know transgender. Gender he was transgender, gender and binary. Um, and we were talking about this earlier before the show. Uh, female to male. I mean, without getting into it because I don't know that much. I've 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 like been friends and hooked up with a few. You know, in my time, and it it seems like. It's different. It really runs the gamut. Yeah, you know, yeah. you could have where like the only difference really is variance. like the, the pronoun and like the haircut, and otherwise it's pretty much business as usual. You know, it really depends. You know, it's like boys don't um, cry. Remember that, Hillary Swank. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah, with yeah. the haircut. I mean, still I get, kind of. That wasn't what I was thinking. I was I was more like thinking like, wow, this is like fucking Justin Bieber with a vagina. I think that might have been right. what I was thinking at the time. <laughs> Would you still hit that? Would you still go what? there? Bieber Would with a still... vagina? I did. I mean, I might as well have. That's what it looked like, you know? Uh, so, yeah. There there we go. So, anyway. But anyway, the, the weird my, thing with... my crude, I'm, I'm being crude and, and uh, generalizing, but I'm just trying to explain to people who may not be as familiar with these types of, uh, you know, identities right these types of people maybe if you're in a provincial place you don't really come across that many trans folk or so i'm trying to i'm trying to crudely explain right (laughs) in sick and wrong terms yeah Um, but i did hit that so yeah (laughs) but but what's interesting about this relationship with kai and onesian put this Put, you know, released a video where he actually admitted that Kai was a minor when their relationship began. And yeah. he disclosed that he drove to another state where the age of consent was under 18 so he could legally engage in a sexual act with Kai. That's right. So uh, that, that sounds like a violation of the Man Act. There's um, a lot of unseemliness that things that are unseemly and border cringy. on illicit. Yeah. Uh, in the same video, he boasts that Kai's grandmother attempted to have him thrown in jail, but he was cleared by the police saying that he did nothing illegal in that state. He was 24. Mm. She was 17. Right. So this was, you know, in that state, it was legal. I mean, obviously she's older now and he's married to her and they have kids. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now she is uh, referred to as a, with a male pronoun. Mm. Unfortunately, though, that pattern did not stop there. No. And yeah. so there's another case of a female fan named Sarah. So mm. what, what's the deal with her? She was only 13 when she was exchanging online messages with Onesian and Kai. Right. Well, there were, yeah, because there were, uh, there was Sarah. Before Sarah, there was uh, Billy. Oh, yeah. Who um, was. I have a uh, clip. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. So here's a clip mm. of Billy mm. on her relationship mm. with Onesian and Laney Bot. Laney Bot was Kai. Kai, yeah. Um, but previously known as Laney. Mm. So here's uh, Billy. Mm-hmm. 
did. Lainey wanted to date Billy. That's how this all started. Lainey messaged Billy on Twitter asking, like, if she was interested in girls and how old she was and if she wanted to come see her. And that's how the whole thing started because Lainey was interested in Billy and then her and Lainey dated. Hmm. She was 13, though. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, no, Billy wasn't. Billy was. Oh, no. Um, I guess I'm thinking of Sarah. How old is Billy? Yeah, I'm thinking of Sarah. Um, Billy was. It says here, Billy alleges that uh, she was in a relationship with Onesian Kai simultaneously and that Onesian pressured his, pressured his wife to take her into their relationship. Yeah. Yeah. This is Billy was. Uh, this is in 2000, like uh, 2016. Um, Billy was 18. Oh, Billy was so 18 at the time. Barely legal. legal. Yeah. And and uh, Onesian was, I don't know, like fucking 30 or something. Yeah, I fucking hate YouTubers, dude. Yeah. These YouTubers crawling in vagina. Podcast hosts, we get nothing. <laughs> I don't think that's the takeaway here. <laughs> I'm um, pretty sure that shouldn't be the takeaway. <laughs> mm, yeah. yeah, but he was encouraging her to like, oh, yeah, hit up this, you know, you're still, you know, young and charming. Like, hit up this chick on Instagram because she's hot. And then that's how the relationship started. And then she came on as like a... You know, oh yeah, I live in the house. It's and so wait, she actually moved in with them. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. It says it's here like that company, uh, but not Billy. Uh, or no, maybe was, she didn't move in. I forget. Well, she claims that she was mistreated by Onesian, and that oh, uh, yeah. she said that he made a series of mm. disturbing punishments for smoking weed. Mm. Something that I guess he's against. He's not a weed smoker. I guess um, so. Mm. Billy is quoted as saying. Onesian told me to get a tattoo saying, I'm a liar. He also told her to shave her head. And he said, dye your hair green, shave off your eyebrows, get an ugly tan. Mm-hmm. And then she asked, is that not abusive? Apparently that video uh, um, has been deleted. And yeah. then uh, I guess he played it off saying like, she's upset because I dumped her. I dump people. Mm. Big deal. Mm. You know, but I guess, um, you know, apparently a lot of people are really upset about that. And yeah, I mean, when you when you dump, um, when you're 30 and you dump 18-year-olds, I think probably there's a lot of drama that goes with that. I don't know. I mean, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just spitballing here, but I, I would think generally that's why you wouldn't want to do that. But this guy is like... You know, it sounds like he's definitely bothered by a lot of this uh, negative attention. I mean, I mm. think he's played off the comments because I think he's trying to drum up controversy. But this whole thing with Chris Hansen, I think, is getting to him. He al- he always he always blames it on like cancel culture. Yeah, he's like a goddamn cancel culture. Just like just stop fucking teenagers, dude. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like that's then, a, then you won't get yeah. canceled. Yeah, yeah, it's not that hard. So. Mm. You know, so what? What's the deal with the the case of Sarah? She she was mm. a fan who began exchanging online messages when she was thirteen. Yeah. Um, these messages became a bit more adult orientated just a year later. Uh, she was dealing with a mm. troubled home life, obviously vulnerable, and by sixteen years old, she had moved in with the couple, That's with right. Kai, mm. the uh, his his wife or husband, uh, became the power of attorney over this girl. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Sarah maintains that no explicit sexual activity took place, just romantic talks, until four days after her 18th birthday. And then they both just started having sex with her. Yes. So isn't that a bit concerning? Yeah, it's very concerning. She, he, there's a, 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 a video. I think it's, I think it's like, um, maybe it's at the, the beginning of that video I sent you, the, the long video, where it's like he talks about her being his uh, foster. There, he was, she was like their foster daughter. That's how she would. De- that's how they described Sarah, because they'd appear in videos doing like quiplash together or whatever. Do you have that the, the long video I sent you? The, uh, the, is that the one with uh, Blair? Oh um, no, I know. I I do have that video. I don't yeah, know which yeah. part. Do you know where it beginning, is? Beginning. Just the just the beginning. I think he says it in the beginning. All right. Let me see. Yeah, he says it in the beginning. They're all focusing on uh, a person yeah. that we were temporarily like foster parents to, Sarah, and that was something that was perverted, like turned into something perverted by the internet. We never did anything weird with Sarah. We were just, I look at her as a little sister. Oof. Yeah. Wow. No, according to her, they had, the two of them had sex with her. Like, literally like the day she turned 18. So they were waiting, obviously, by the time she turned 18. Mm. Then they decided Allegedly. Sorry, allegedly. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously she, uh, she had issues with her, mm. you know, her, her family. I mean, if, yeah. if they're able to, uh, to, to be her, her guardian, her legal guardian, which mm. is weird. You know, what, you know what I just noticed looking at that video? He looks a lot like Adam Scott, doesn't he? Who's Adam, you know, Adam Scott? Adam Scott, he's in Parks and Rec. He's in a bunch of Judd Apatow movies. A little bit, I could, a little looks bit. Looks like him, but re- yeah. I mean, he ch- he changes his look a bit. Yeah, he fluctuates with his weight, but he kind of looks right. like Adam Scott in that video. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this other video though. Here, he's wearing a V-neck and he's freaking out. The, my, one of my favorite things about mm. this guy is just reading through the comments because everybody hates him. Yeah. And I yeah, don't no- understand how he makes money. Well, I mean, he was making money f- a from he's got he's monetized on YouTube. Um, I don't know to what extent now. I would imagine a lot of his videos get demonetized because there's like bullying and all sorts of weird shit. Like he, he he used to make videos making fun of some YouTuber named Eugenia Cooney or something, and and um, you know he'd do videos like dress up dress up like her and vomit into the toilet and you know like uh, making fun of uh, eating disorders and things like that. You know. So he, you know, he has a lot of stuff that I imagine got demonetized at some point when they started to do that. But he had a Patreon until recently, which got canceled. And that's why the Patreon got canceled because Billy, Billy, the one we were talking about before, um, the 18 year old Instagram star, whatever the hell she is, uh, she he doxed. He he posted like um, screen caps of texts between them and it had her number in there. So they considered that doxing and that was enough because people had been writing to Patreon for a long time being like, cancel his shit. And that was enough. Finally, they're like, fuck it, we canceled it. So that's what the freak out video is for. Why don't you play that one? Yeah, yeah. So here he is, Mm. like Mm. in his his, uh, V-Dac. Looks like he just got out of the shower. He's all sweaty. Looks like he's like Mm. in the middle of like a meth rampage um, or uh, meow meow or something. But anyway, here he's freaking Mm. out about his Patreon being banned. 
in my entire career. Really? Is that what you're going to do? Oh, I'm sorry. The FBI never showed up. Oh, I'm sorry. The cops are all about Onion Boy because turns out Onion didn't boy. break a single law. So what do we do? Oh, well, our opinions have been invalidated so many times of him that we're gonna disable his Patreon. Wow. <laughs> wow, you would really do that. You would really do that! He's freaking out. <laughs> Crying. <laughs> you tried to do the FBI. It didn't work. You it's tried. half real. It's half, half real and half Yeah, fake. yeah. Doesn't yeah. he do a video where he dresses up as a Joker on like a YouTube channel? I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I've seen I'm that because sure he kind of, mm. his face kind of looks to like that. To the police. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't work. So it. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. he pours kombucha on himself. In yeah, that a video. little later in the that's video. what his freak out. He's like, like that's what happens because it's like even when Chris Hansen comes to his door, he's got like the dope ass Tesla sports car in the driveway. You know, well, he's got a nice house. You can see him walking oh, around yeah. from. Uh, I mean, it's long well, he was Lord yeah, he was involved in YouTube when it was like. Down. <laughs> Do you like kombucha? <laughs> I love. I'm gonna kombucha. start the show. With this. Yeah, <laughs> this kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> He's pouring it all over his head. Drinks like pee and smells even worse. There you go. <laughs> you know, I mean, you got to hand it to him. He knows, you know. <laughs> He's good at doing that. He's good at turning, you know. Well, that's know. the one thing about him is uh, if you look Lemons at his pose, into kombucha. He has a nasty like to dislike ratio, heavily favoring dislike. Oh, yeah. All of his channels have lost tens of thousands of subscribers, especially over the last few months with the whole you know Chris Hansen thing. His mm. Patreon page is shut down. And uh, yeah, and then he was posting videos saying how he's going to get a job at McDonald's, live in a tent, and divorce his wife. Um, I guess he's still been using Twitter, though, to post explicit sexually charged tweets. Mm. Um, there's lots of videos of Great. him kind of doing just like that with the campaign kombucha mm. or like sobbing and gagging i'm mm. surprised he hasn't been banned for self-harm yeah seriously kombucha doesn't count um but yeah this whole chris hansen thing is interesting apparently mm. when asked for a comment uh onesian said that he offered hansen an interview for three hundred fifty thousand dollars mm. as he only profits from making people look horrible that's what he Jesus. said about hansen Mm. Um, he then went on to let us know that uh, he's offered everyone else a $10,000 interview as they don't have as much bias. So there you go. If we want to get an interview with Onesian, it's going to cost us 10 k Oh, yeah. Let's, let's use the, yeah. Is that let's good use the, use like, of the, the, the money? poor money that we've saved up in Patreon just to interview this idiot. <laughs> but I guess um, uh, Hanson's played a key role in cementing the accusations against Onesian. He's begun interviewing a lot of his uh, previous victims, as well mm. as his loudest detractors. Yes. And so keep in mind, do you remember why Hanson was let go from To Catch a Predator, why they ended the show? I don't. One of his famous sting operations, you know, when he like would put Oh, the, didn't somebody kill themselves or yeah, something? Yeah, someone committed suicide yeah. after mm. being um, mm. completely just embarrassed on his show. I'm humiliated. surprised that hadn't happened earlier, my God. I'm, a, I'm yeah. amazed that that hadn't happened yeah. earlier, but... Uh, but yeah, so now Chris Hansen has been trying to interview different uh, different YouTube hosts about his behavior mm. online. Uh, mm. Former, I think he he interviewed Billy and a few other people. 
Um, but anyway, he shows up at Onesian's home. He sent me a clip for this one. And Onesian, I got to say, this is somewhat brilliant, calls mm-hmm. 911 and says he's being stalked by Chris yeah. Hansen. So here, here's mm-hmm. a little bit of this video. Mm-hmm. 911, what are you reporting? Hi, uh, there's a person who's been stalking me online and they just showed up to my house. Okay, and they're outside now? Yes, they're knocking on my door. Okay, and do you know if they have any weapons? They have a bunch of camera people, like they're YouTube YouTube stalkers. As you watch this, it's important to remember that all uh, the camera crews... Stop that for a second. Skip ahead to like 125 or something. Alright, here's 125. Hmm. Making it falsely look like I asked him some questions. Absurd. Okay, and what do we know his name at all? It's Chris Hansen. Okay, H A N S E N. H A S E N, yeah. H A N S E N. And then C H R I S. C H R I S, yeah. Okay, is he white, black, Asian, Hispanic? He's white. Okay, do we know how old he is? He's like probably 58, 60, okay, something like that. Anyway, yeah. Uh, probably. Oh, so, it's amazing. Yeah, it's it's really incredible. And I mean, the thing is, is that all of what all of his like, you know, and then he's also been accused of rape by a, a woman he was in a relationship, I think, with after his first uh, marriage, uh, Jorgensen, I forget her name, I think. And um, a lot of the a lot of the complaints uh, that a lot of his accusers have is is of emotional abuse, and that it's not just the fact that they're like the grooming, you know, these chicks young, which I assume is because like you know like when you're 18 or whatever, even you might pretend like you have, like I don't know when you're like 17 or whatever, your personality isn't really formed yet, right? Yeah, I mean you're so you're it's like you can yeah an so it's, it's very very uh in you know can be easily influenced but um he's very just abusive like he just ne- apparently just negs it's like all he does it's his entire well, i mean like, look at it he has his whole strategy yeah but his whole shtick of him like a- mm. asking girls to mm. send in pictures of their bodies yeah, yeah. so he can yeah. uh you know deride them publicly well he does that in private too apparently it's just you know wow. that's his whole thing like he's just a huge dick um, I guess uh, so, yeah. he, uh, someone accused him of that and he was just like, I didn't ask prepubescent girls to send in pictures. I just said, send in a picture before puberty and after puberty. Yeah, that was the most chilling thing I think I've read about the thing. <laughs> yeah, nothing creepy yeah. about that. Yeah. Also, his, his, he dropped his fucking like daughter fell out a window or something. I didn't like see earlier this year, fractured or like a second story window. God, yeah. how many kids does so, he have? A two, I think. Wow. Yeah. So, God, and this was like two days after the Chris Hansen visit, um, <laughs> and and he filed restraining orders against I don't know Chris Hansen and so, but he he went himself. He he didn't hire a lawyer. He just went himself to the courtyard because I think he's trying to save money because his income has been seriously cut. Um, and he's first of all he sued he uh, filed a protection order against the wrong Chris Hansen, okay? Because he doesn't know what he's doing. And when he showed up in court, because this is how much of a troll he is, when he showed up in court, he was wearing a Kevlar vest and he was wearing um, uh, Adidas Predator sneakers. (laughs) So it's like, 
He's making you got to give it to him with that. You know what I mean? Like, okay, are fair enough, but still, pal. But the fact of the matter is, is I just don't see how it amazes me how these guys exist. At least, like, I mean, this guy makes Logan Paul look good. Yeah, (laughs) you know, it's like I'm like God. I'd rather hang out with Logan Paul than you. Yeah. Um, but I don't. You know, I don't know. I mean, do you think YouTube? I mean, the guy is still making money. He's monetized his videos. Mm. Do you think YouTube mm. should pull his funding or pull his advertising? I mean, Patreon obviously, you know, cut his uh, his page. They demonetize for so like it, with YouTube. It's weird. It's it's like uh, when they started cracking down on shit in like it was around like when ElsaGate was happening. So like the it was like late 2017, and they just like. It was like the great culling where they just like you canceled a bunch of shit and demonetized a bunch of shit. And then it became super hard to get monetized before that point. You know, it was it was much easier to get monetized and they almost operate with like a grandfather clause of like, oh, if you were a monetized channel before this point, then you're OK. Then you're fine, especially yeah. if you have more than a million subscribers, because if you have which he does, if you have more than a million subscribers, you have your own rep at YouTube. You have your own like account manager. Uh, uh, and they're so making money off of this. So yeah. So you're in you're in a much better position. Um, but still, I mean, in the Me Too era, I was kind of shocked to be like, oh, he's not, he still has a, ch- oh, wow. Can okay. we play five seconds mm. of like, mm. you know, a, a Drake song and we're I banned? Mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that chick who did like the fucking, I don't know, the female edition of the This Is America Donald uh, Glover video. You know what I'm oh, talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. She got fucking. I don't even know, nuked from space or something. I don't, I don't even think she has a channel anymore. <laughs> I guess what I'm wondering about, it's like a lot of these people, and, I, and this is what he claims, that a lot, all these events are staged and it's a personality. Mm. And it's like he's not, you know, this isn't a real, care, a real depiction of, uh, you know, perversion or who Those are real teenage girls, though. Oh, they, they, and they definitely are. But he's saying <laughs> yeah, it's like artistic expression. Mm. So should mm. it be the responsibility of YouTube to crack down on these guys and police them, or should it be the uh, the viewing public who should be reporting him? And I don't know. Like, do you think know. this guy should be taken off the air? Do you think he should still be allowed to play videos or make videos, make content? There's a lot of creepy shit. Uh, I mean, it's like you know, it, it's, a, the, it's a tough. It's thing. one thing to it's one thing to you know say edgy shit. It's another thing to use your platform to like to groom fourteen year olds. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just wondering, I like, like in, as we're because uh, you know, it's not just YouTube. There's TikTok. Yeah. There's Twitch. You know, these online pedophiles. Uh, I was we were talking, I think last week. Uh, what's his name, Mister Boudet or Bidet? Uh, the Budet. The Budet. B u d d a y. This guy goes online. And uh, he takes these like these duet TikTok duets, and then like edits himself in as if he's making out with uh, with these like twelve year old girls. It's the yeah. creepiest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's horrific. You know, God. Uh, okay, it's not horrific, but it's nah, fucking it's, weird. Yeah, it's, it's fucking. Re- it's really weird. Yeah, it's just kind of funny, but corner. really creepy. It, yeah. I mean, th- that's the thing. Like, yeah. this guy I find kind of humorous. And I got to yeah. say, like, some of his mm-hmm. videos, like the Chris Hansen thing, that was brilliant, calling 911 right. on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but all in all, he's a pretty creepy motherfucker. That's right. You know? And I guess that's the takeaway. A lot that of creepy is. motherfuckers on the YouTubes. All right? 
and we might be included in that, but not th- not as bad as this guy. Anyway, People's Episode 737 here is sick and wrong. Um, hoping you don't get banned from Twitch like we did. Uh, we have some news stories coming up next. We have some phone calls a little later in the show. Uh, but first, here's a word about our Patreon page. Hi, this is Wilford Brimley. And if you're anything like me, you can't get enough of Sick and Wrong. Sick and Wrong helps me with my diabetes. How's that? Because I subscribe to Sick and Wrong's Patreon. I get extra shows, extra phone calls, and it's just the right thing to do to support these two dirty fucking Jews. Again, I'm Wilford Brimley. Signing off for Sick and Wrong. Sign up for the Patreon. So the first story we have here uh, has to do with a, a daughter who killed her mother and stuffed her bloodstained body into a suitcase. No! I wonder what kind of suitcase. It must be a sturdy, a Samsonite probably. To, to I, I imagine body. it being a shitty one somehow. Oh, no, wait, wait. No, they're Depends. loaded. Were they on vacation? Oh, okay, yeah. then, yeah, it'll be and a And they're real loaded, nice one. so I bet you oh, they had a, a really nice, nice Samsonite. Yeah. yeah. Does that mean they yeah, could hold a body? That's probably not even going to leak putrefacted fluid. Yeah, you know, you'd probably God. be fine. Mm. Uh, the only thing about it, and I'll tell you, but there's just something completely misguided about their corpse disposal technique. We'll get to that mm. in a minute. So Heather Mack seemed to have it all. Her late father, Bernie, uh, was a famous comedian, and her mother was a millionaire. Hmm. I'm joking. <laughs> it wasn't Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac's not even part. Yeah. <laughs> You got that one past me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Her father was a famous yeah. jazz musician. I didn't look him up. Okay. But uh, yeah, famous jazz musician. But her mother was a millionaire. Mm. Uh, they lived in uh, Chicago, wanted for nothing, had uh, luxury holidays, paradise holiday spots, the whole deal. But when mm. Mac was just 18, on holiday with her mom, Sheila Von Visa Mac, it's a great name, yeah, and her great. boyfriend, Tommy Schaefer, she carried out a truly sickening crime. I think it was the daughter's boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the mom's yeah, okay. boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Heather Mack and Tommy Schaefer were in a relationship, and they're on vacation with the millionaire mother, Sheila mm. Von Visamack. She and Schaefer, the boyfriend, butchered the mother in a truly horrific way, and Mack is now locked up in the infamous Kiropakan prison in Bali. I didn't really know anything about this. Did you ever hear about that Karabokan prison? No. I guess it's nope. a famous Indonesian prison for being kind of, it's like overcrowded and extremely violent. Um, I imagine see- that to be most of the prisons in like Southeast Asia, you know? Yeah, Do you ever see that movie about, uh, it was a recent movie about that Chav who became like a Thai kickboxer in prison? No. It's a, it's not a bad movie, but it was just. I did see that one gnarly. where like Claire Danes goes to prison in Thailand because some dude framed her for smuggling drugs or something. Did she? Uh, I mean, did she have to become like a kickboxer? No. <laughs> <laughs> this this movie was gnarly. It was like mm. he's in a room with like forty people. He's mm. got to sleep on the floor, and then every now and then they'll just like just start raping each other. Like there were some brutal rapes in there, and Why? then he, he like. Once he was a boxer, like a he was a boxer before he became a heroin addict, and then 
this guy teaches them how to do kickboxing and then he just becomes this badass kickboxer and wins their admiration. I think he still got raped though. He was a boxer before he became a heroin addict. <laughs> but I think he still got raped though. He that's still got line. raped. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, the tag, that's the tagline for the movie. Mac and Schaefer killed, their, killed uh, Sheila, the mother, by beating her to death with a fruit bowl. I don't even know how you'd do that. Mm. Beat her to death with a fruit bowl. Just took it's, it. Maybe it's a metal bowl. Yeah. Well, I guess it's blood it, her. I read it had a handle, apparently, oh. this bowl. Oh, yeah. okay. So they, so. but even mm. then, like, what do you do? You just grab the bowl and stab her with a handle? No, you grab the handle and you oh, beat you just her over the head. Her with over it. the head it's with a metal it. bowl of some heft, I imagine. You know? They then stuffed her bloodstained body into a suitcase and just dumped the suitcase in the back of a taxi and then gave the guy some money to drive away. How, that's how the most that? retarded thing <laughs> I've ever heard the, in my life. That's what I'm saying. It's like that's the dumbest bullshit. Like corpse disposal 101. At least mm. leave the fucking just go to the basement of the hotel and leave the leave the suitcase down there. Uh, just or whatever. To, or go with the go with, with the guy and just like look at the map on your you know on your yeah. phone and be like, oh, this looks like a deserted area swamp area or whatever and I mean, they go there fucking thailand Jesus christ you know how would they come even, on uh, it's yeah. absolutely ridiculous laziness the laziness is just yeah, the sheer indolence of these people yeah because all you have to do is like not have the body discovered for like two days and then, and then go you back leave. to your country yeah and you'd yeah. be fine because they're not That's gonna it. extradite you yeah and it's hard to investigate you enough to get you to the point where you're a suspect that gets extradited, you know? And don't you My think God. if you like smashed out the teeth and maybe cut that fingerprints off? Yeah. How would the Thai police even be able to figure it out? It'd be real difficult. And they probably would be like, ah, yeah, who this. cares? Yeah. Um, the boyfriend used the metal handle of a fruit bowl to carry out the murder in a rage after an argument. But mm. it had been something that the daughter had been planning for quite some time. Mac was only 18. She was pregnant when it happened. Hmm. And she was jailed for 10 years, and she actually gave birth in prison. Oh. Yeah, she was allowed to raise her daughter in jail until the child was two. Uh, hmm. The girl no, now lives with a local woman who takes her for weekly visits to see her mom behind bars. Does why was this in the news now, though? Uh, why was this in the news now? <laughs> I think... Uh, it sounds like an old story. No, it, something happened. There was a reason why okay. I was in the news now. I forget mm. why I saw it. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, there was something. Maybe because she's getting out of prison now. That's what it is. She's being mm. released from prison. Oh, shit. No shit. And so, uh, well, 10 it, years is kind of like... For damn, murder? dude. Yeah, that seems like you should go to Bali to murder someone. Yeah, you, know? you only get 10 years. Yeah. that Those countries, because I was reading that article and it said like she was roommates with like a famous grandma who tried to smuggle drugs or something and she was sentenced to death yeah actually because uh, Lindsay... they don't fuck around with that shit They're, with drug smuggling in like singapore and fucking or indonesia, indonesia all, thailand yeah. and bali and stuff you know was so. so the weird thing about i don't understand do they do the prison nursery thing here like if you have a kid can you like have a no. kid in prison and raise a kid no. The... no so what happens if you're pregnant in prison they take the fucking thing and just put and they it in foster give care? it either give it with another relative or if you don't they put it into child services do they allow these like weekly visits like this i guess maybe they do that they would depend if the guardian allowed it then yeah but huh. it depends it's it would be up to the guardian of the child at that point 
So she shared her cell with 21 other women and befriended Mm. British drug smuggling gran Lindsay Sandiford, who's awaiting execution by firing squad for trying to bring 2 million pounds of cocaine, 2 million pounds worth of cocaine into the Indonesian country. This is 2 million pounds worth of cocaine. It's a lot of cocaine. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why you'd ever want to do that there. But if you think about it, a drug smuggling uh, gran would be pretty, um, you know. Yeah, in, that's um, the best. Yeah, not shot. very conspicuous. That's the best shot. Mm. Yeah, like you or me, we'd be in prison. Well, we'd be death by firing squad. Right. Uh, the boyfriend who actually who carried out the killing um, was is been locked up for eighteen years. So the the daughter <laughs> got ten. She still even that years. is like what the fuck. Yeah, and he's you in know? prison next that's door. Crazy. Yeah, he, yeah, like he'll be getting out soon. Like that's nuts. That's kind of nuts. So she claims that she's happy in prison. She doesn't want to return to the U.S. when she's released mm. next month, um, and she plans to make Bali her home. She said the people are nicer. It's better and safer than back home. She said in the U.S. she was hanging with a bad crowd. Um, she said it sounds horrendous and it's cramped, but everyone looks after each other. And at uh, what I point guess, do you become the bad crowd? That's what I wonder. You know? Well, she's killing her mother. Like, like my God. <laughs> you know? You know? Some pot mm. calling the kettle, if you ask me. That's right. Um, she says that her fellow prisoners actually helped her raise her daughter for the first few years of her life. That that's hmm. kind of a sitcom type of thing. Like did that, that happen? Like Orange is a new black. That sounds like it? a nice montage. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Being raised in prison. Mm. Mm. Um. Matt claimed in a bizarre confession that she uploaded to YouTube that uh, I should mm-hmm. look for this, that she plotted the murder and revenge for her father's death, who passed away because of a blood clot. You think you would have tried to murder his heart then? Jesus. You know? Mm. Or maybe the fast food sandwiches that clogged his arteries. Go after McDonald's. Mm. Um, but she blamed her mom for ruining her perfect life following the father's death. She said the mother was an abusive alcoholic who used to stub cigarettes out on her arms and even once set her hair on fire. However, oh family friends dispute these claims. and They insist that the daughter was the one who would attack her mother, often biting and hitting her and once breaking her mother's arm. Hmm. Yeah. Um, the boyfriend who carried out the murder said that uh, they had a huge row about her pregnancy. That's why it happened. And the reason uh, he beat her to death with a fruit bowl is because the mother uh, said a racist remark about yeah. her raising a kid with, uh, with the husband. And I think that's why uh, he ended up He's, uh, he's of a her. different race? I'm assuming, but his name is like mm. Tommy Schaefer. Well, that doesn't mean anything. So. I guess, yeah, doesn't mean mm. anything. Um, in her rambling YouTube confe- confession, she admitted she was sorry for dragging her boyfriend into the entire uh, scenario. And he You're going to be raising a Jew baby. <laughs> Why are you doing that? <laughs> he agrees he was manipulated and that his former mm. girlfriend is a black hole. That's Dang. harsh. Yeah, that's Dog. harsh, man. Mm. Um, two months before he started dating Mac, uh, the murderer here, he lost his previous girlfriend in a car accident. Right. So there's something going on with this guy. Mm. He knows how to pick him. Uh, he claims that both Mac and the mother are violent towards one another, including the night of the actual murder. So there you go. But yeah, 10 Ooh. years. She's going to be out soon. Raising her kid in Indonesia. Hooray. No, they're, they're going to deport her. They're going to deport her. 
Uh, they probably will, yeah. Yeah, they'll immediately... De- that's what happens when you commit a crime in another country. You do your sentence, and then you're immediately deported afterwards. Wow. So I wonder if yeah. uh, the letter... Do you think the letter takes the kid back? Or do you think the local woman's going to raise the kid? That That's an interesting question. I think, I think most likely... I, don't, I know nothing about the laws of Bali, but offhand educated guess, I'd say they, a court would side with the mother. Be like, I don't, we don't want your fucking murdering genes in this country anyway, lady. You know? What happens when uh, you commit a violent crime like that and go to prison to your inheritance? I mean, is she written it, out the will? It depends. It depends. I mean, sometimes wills have clauses like that. That if uh, you commit, if you uh, commit a crime, yeah. then it's it's void. Like in like in that film, The Invisible Man. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forgot um, that happened. Then. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what do yeah. you have here for the second story? This was sent in by Jay. Jay. Um. Yeah. Who said, "If you two heaves don't appreciate this article, then I don't know who will." That's one of my favorite slurs for a Jew. He. Yeah. It's like uh, Archie Bunker favorite. Yeah. Mm. Edith, you were talking to a heeb? <laughs> All right. So, uh, Satan is still in me. Florida man stabs roommate in attempt to release. Satan turns knife on himself. Is that a Buzzcock song? That wasn't what I was going for. I was, I was, I was more going for like, you know, we need a hero. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, keep yeah, it yeah. Hold it for- yeah. So, um, yeah. So, uh, the man tried to make victims suck worm out of his blood. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> suck a worm? Uh, oh, like yeah. A worm. A worm. Okay. Like tequila. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, a Florida man is behind bars after stabbing his roommate in the chest before turning the knife on himself. Claiming he committed the crime to release Satan. So Satan from inside of him. Yeah. Like Satan was in his body. He's like, I just want to get him out of here. Yeah, that's There's right. Some body swapping. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, uh, yeah. So dep- deputies, well, actually, I'm not sure who Satan, I guess we'll learn that. It's like Freaky who, Friday. Who, whose body Satan was inside. Yeah, it's exactly like Freaky Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, uh, they, they responded Wednesday in reference to a stabbing and when they arrived, deputies found a subject cutting himself with a knife and a victim suffering from a stab wound. Ooh. Uh, yeah. The male harming himself was restrained and identified as Joseph Dolash, 25 years old. He attempted to resist deputies and was held to the ground when he began making comments such as Satan will come out of my wound. You will see. Smoking too and, much spice, this guy. Yeah, and Satan is still in me, and Satan was a worm, and it's gonna come out of me. And if I can't talk, Satan will kill me. <laughs> so wait, so Satan so, penetrated this guy? Um, I don't know how he got inside the man, but he was inside the man. Okay, he was yeah, inside I, him. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. While waiting for paramedics to arrive, restrained Dolash was saying things such as, Satan, come out of this reality! 
and Satan is a physical being and he is in me now. <laughs> what reality? The reality in which my neighbors file a formal complaint against me. <laughs> They're just like, he's at it again. Every yeah, yeah, Sunday yeah. night, every fucking yeah. Sunday night, this guy. Deputy said the victim lying on the ground appeared to have a stab wound in his chest uh, and it was later determined he was the roommate of Freak Show. Um, so when deputies asked him about his injured roommate, Dolash said, can't say he's Satan. Oh, wait, so he's Satan? No, I don't know. It, oh, okay. it's, it's unclear how to read that comment. Where If it's like, can't say he's Satan, or it's like, can't say he's Satan. <laughs> It's not. It's unclear. There's you no, can read it either way. You need yeah, a comma need a, somewhere. Exactly. Again, this is what happens when you outsource journalism. <laughs> you know. Uh, according to a report, deputies then made their way to Delash's apartment, where blood was found on the walls and floors. Hmm. They located the knife covered in blood. The victim was transported to the hospital, where he later told deputies that Dolash held a kitchen knife to his throat then cut him multiple times. Dolash told the victim that the devil was in him and he needed to get the worm out before he proceeded to stab him. What do you do? Like drink the guy's Thai iced tea or something? It like had a sign saying, don't drink, this is mine. He went in there and just took it and the guy like pulled out a knife and was like, Satan! Oh yeah, he's like, I put my Satan worm in that Arizona iced tea. <laughs> it was mine. Now I need to get it back. <laughs> but if you just wait like 24 hours i don't have that long <laughs> i'll pass it just yeah okay. yeah yeah oh my god yeah so um wow this is fucking wacky as fuck uh is this guy on like bath salts or something Does it doesn't say? say the devil was in him and he needed to get the worm out and then proceed to stab him delush then told the victim to suck the worm and devil out of his blood from the cut on his wrist. Wait, wait, wait. So he stabbed the guy. The guy's lying mm. there with stab wounds. He cuts mm. his own wrist and was like, suck the worm out. I think he out. cut the guy's wrist. He oh. cut the guy's wrist. And he's yeah, trying one to of the wounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, you got it. There's a wor You got to suck the worm out of your blood. Um, <laughs> and the guy is like, what? <laughs> what? You know? No, it's dead. Yeah, it's like, why don't you do it, dude? No, that would be totally gay. <laughs> I can't suck the worm out of his blood of the guy I just stabbed. <laughs> this is what that happens. That would be pretty you know? gay. Like, is this that is gay? Happens. I think it is. I don't think so. Sucking your Satan worm out of another man. Everyone knows the Satan worm bangs chicks, all right? And the thing is, you can't exclusively. You can't reason with a guy being like, there's no Satan worm. This is all in your head. Yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> it's like way, way beyond that point. No. God, why would yeah. you live with this guy? That's a great question. Uh, I think this is just like, you know, if you look for a roommate on Craigslist in yeah. Florida, this is what happens. Is this, yeah. so, there's like probably like, what, I, I don't know, a 65% yeah. chance this might happen? Yeah. So when witnesses saw Dolash and the victim outside of the apartment, the victim still had the knife in his chest. <laughs> Wait, but wasn't the dude cutting himself or something? With yeah. The knife? So I, that's or were there understand. two knives? And was the victim crazy. just like chatting with him? Were they smoking a cigarette? Like what was going on here? This is like um, 
Yeah, this is a tough uh, thing. to. They didn't explain it right. All right, I'm going to go ahead and say that confidently. Um, yeah, so he was arrested on uh, attempted murder, and I don't know why, but one count of sexual assault and battery. Oh. Wait, so, so wait. Sexual assault on this guy? Yeah, I don't know. Did it say how he got the worm into the guy's body? I don't think he put the worm in the guy's oh, body. Okay, dude. all right. I think it was just like the the worm is talking to me. It's in your thorax. I need to get it out. I, I need he, to burn it. I need to burn you. I think he shoved a gummy worm up the guy's asshole. Oh, that's what you think happened? That's probably what happened. A red Hold one. Hmm. I it reminds. Do you ever watch the strain? I've never seen that. Is that oh, about okay. vampires? Yeah, but it's like the vamp, like vampires. It's like you just get infested with these like worms, and if like one of the worms gets in you, then they just multiply, and then you become like a z- zombie vampire thing. Of, of um, just worms. Of little worms in you that control oh. you, and it's like a hive mind. Hmm. So you're like, yeah, it's fucking weird. But anyway, it reminds me of this because it's kind of like that. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This guy's a vampire. So then, what happened? That's right. The cops come. They save the guy. And the old man in the in the strain, who's like a Holocaust survivor, he's like still alive because he figured he had some found some weird alchemical recipe in a book to take the worm and take out its like life preserving properties without becoming a vampire. Which is oh. like why he's still like he's old, but he's you know older than he should be he should be dead yeah. but he's not van- he doesn't have to feed on people's blood no he doesn't he doesn't yeah so yeah <laughs> not bad so what happened to this guy did they save the victim yeah he's alive he's alive and then they yep. uh locked up mm-hmm. the other guy they yep. ever uh explain why he stabbed him in the first place or no and i'm wondering if if the sexual assault is like something else happened that they're not telling us or if they just consider like worm sucking a sex act in florida i'm not really sure i don't know what was that it's... movie the great outdoors where it's like you have to suck the poison out it was like some john candy movie or something with Aykroyd. i don't remember Dan if it was Aykroyd. great that was with that was great outdoors i don't remember if it was in that or was or if it was in like caddyshack or something <laughs> where it's like, i think it was in caddyshack too now that i think of it my god <laughs> Anyway, mm. people send your stories mm. to stickerwrongpodcast.gmail.com. We have some phone calls coming up next. Uh, 323-522-4032 is the Sick and Wrong Hotline. Uh, but first, here's a little word from Adam and Eve. It's Butt Plug Month on adamandeve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. So we got a few phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 is the Sick and Wrong drunk dial line number. Uh, this first call we have is from a guy who likes to smoke spice. You ever smoke mm. spice? I have not. It's like the the artificial marijuana or something. Or yeah, I've I mean I've seen videos of people smoke spice, like people in prison who smoke spice, and they're just like on the floor for like thirty minutes. What's the difference between spice and salvia? 
I have a very fragile mind. Um, well, spice or K2, as it's often known, is like some weird chemical where salvia is an actual is plant. A plant. Oh, okay. Spice is usually like some kind of plant that you could some kind of smokable plant sprayed with God knows what. In oh. prison, what like sometimes when you buy spice or clone, as it's also known, it's basically like tobacco or weed sprayed with bug spray. <laughs> is that what it is? And that, it yeah, just, that's what it is. It's yeah. rain on some, uh, yeah. on some tobacco. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's it. There you go. Uh, all right. Well, here we, mm -hmm. here we are. Mm. Happy 420, motherfuckers. Uh, this is that shroom dude. Uh, kind of smoke, so been kind of wily out, but I've been thinking this that. This isn't I really the mushroom Mormon. Is one, the there's like five mushroom guys. Is this Dr. Mushroom Man or whatever? Like, I, no I would idea. love him to send me some spores. Send me spores. I don't know. Please. There's, there's like five mm. mushroom guys. Email us about sending spores. Or Thank you. Wrong, wrong story at all. Uh, so I guess here it goes. Uh, I remember when I was in high school, I used to deal with spice a lot. And spice so dealer. I used to, you know, people mm. just used to hit me up and whatever I drop by. Just, what up, Spice Man? What you got? Mm. It off. But I got hit up one time. I was going to this party, and <laughs> and so I was dropping spice off, or whatever. And the dude was like, didn't "Oh, you hang out for a bit." I was like, "Didn't they sell it in stores until very recently, or something?" I thought you could just go to a head shop and buy it. You used to. I. It's one of those things like bath salts where they keep making it illegal, and then they keep slightly changing the chemical composition to avoid the illegality. And so on and so on and so forth. I, I thought you could find it like a Seven Eleven or something. But. No, again, they keep making it illegal and they keep changing the the chemical compound the slightly. To, but um, I think I'm pretty sure it's like done now. It's like totally illegal everywhere. Oh, everywhere. I'm pretty damn sure. Right. Um, and they had like codeine and all this other shit there. So I started drinking. They had alcohol. So I started drinking some of that shit. And I was where like, was this? and I got he. So Spice Man went to a party. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah. he was all fucked up on the spice. Mm -hmm. And he gets to the party. There's some codeine. There's yeah. some uh, alcohol. Some syrup. And he's feeling, uh, he's, he's feeling, uh, he's you know, that's how mood. Sean Spicer got his name. <laughs> was it from the spice? Yep. Yeah. Smoking huh? the spice. I'm surprised. The point where I was too fucked up. <laughs> and so I was too fucked up. And I had to throw up. I was like to the dude, I was like, hey, man, you got to let me go use the bathroom or some shit. And he was fucked up, too, and he couldn't give me proper directions at all where the bathroom is. I was like, fuck it. So I started going down the hallway. Really drunk. And I went down, all the, way the, down the hallway and entered this one door. I opened up the door. I see two dudes, pants down around their ankles, dicks in hand. <laughs> I swear to God, I don't know what they had between their dicks, but it looked like something in between their dicks. Like... <laughs> I don't know what it was. It was like a Q-tip or a toothpick or whatever. <laughs> what? No! Wait, there was a Q-tip in between their dicks? Like like in the holes of their dicks. <laughs> wow, what would you call that? Like pipe cleaning? I don't even know. That's that's pretty good. All right, wow. For, for, for a first try, a name and a pipe horrible sex act. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I just don't understand. It's like... Are you that fucked up? Like, I don't know if I've ever been to the point of where I'm that fucked up where someone's like, hey, dude, you want to go in the other room and just stick a Q-tip in your dick and I'll stick a Q the other end in my dick and we can just kind of stand there? It could. It's. I would say more likely it's probably just like, 
Terry, did you invite the pipe cleaning guys again? Because they're up in the bathroom together. You know, I'd say that's probably the more likely scenario. Mm. That's not just something you happenstance upon, you know, doing. You're just like, oh, I guess I'll try this thing. You know? Yeah, it's, I mean, that's like requires. (laughs) No, I mean, you got to have some, uh, definitely some prior knowledge before attempting to get into it. Yeah, it's like electric sounding. You know, it's like you don't just jump into that. Right. Right there, it was like all over me. Oh, he and barfed. I was like, Fuck this the whole shit. pipe clean. <laughs> I ran out of that place, and I've been permanently scarred from that shit ever. So I don't know, Harrison, if you know anything about people sticking shit up their dicks and like sharing it with another dude or whatever, but mm. I would really love to be enlightened on this because ever since then, I've been plagued by that vision or scene or whatnot. But I mean, if you give me a helping hand on this, give a little explanation. That's awesome, bro. Anyway, happy 420 again, guys. Peace out. Happy 420 there, bro. Yeah. That's what happens when you smoke the spice. You run into yeah, some It probably wasn't cleaners. even real. It probably was like a fucking a empty figment. haunted house. <laughs> you know, when he was just hallucinating ghosts or something in the haunted house. That's probably what it was. Like an old Abbott and Costello movie. I remember going to uh, a party in San Francisco. It was mm. one of those burning man fundraiser parties where oh, like yeah, these yeah, burners sure. try to raise funds yeah. for their thing and so i was with a, my friend her name is i think i don't want to say her name because she might listen but anyway she'd been on the show before mm. and she she was want to get really drunk and hook mm. up dudes that's kind of what she does she would hook mm. up with just random dudes and i was i understood that i was cool with it we weren't you know we weren't we we're just friends and so we went to this party as a group of people and like I was hanging out with her for a bit, then I went over, did my own thing, and then I was gonna leave. And I'm like, I wonder where. I remember this. Didn't she end up fucking like two guys in a horse costume or yeah, something? Yeah, a centaur and a satyr. Wow. That's a great guess. I opened it up, okay. and they were just like full on, like going at it. And I remember I didn't bar for anything, but I just kind of opened up mm-hmm. the door, and I saw her, and she was like going at it, and I was just kind of like, uh, bye. And I left, mm-hmm. and then she was really upset that I left her hmm. at that party. Which, what would you do in that situation? Why was she upset, though? Because I, I left her with these two rando guys. That... Did you drive? No, she drove. Oh, okay. Then, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just you went home. Yeah, oh. You can leave it. Unless she's screaming, no, save me from the, the, the Greek monsters of mythology. <laughs> you know, then That's no, why you good. don't go to a Burning Man party. However... Yeah. I still don't think if I uh, walked into a random door and there were two guys pipe cleaning, I'd barf. I he think was, I'd, he. I think he was. He was on. He was about to barf anyway, though. He was, was he a, on mushrooms. He was, uh, on spice. He was on was codeine he on? and spice and all sorts. Okay, of Okay, okay. Yeah, that, I think that alone would make you barf. So I don't I think, think it's just the sight of that that made him barf, dude. Now, I think I have he a was feeling about to barf. He was real, yeah, and that's he why he went to go to the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. I wonder if he barfed. On the people, or if it's like it just reached the floor, did we? Uh, yeah, I think it reached the floor. Cleaning? It's not this like is in front an, of them, you know. If he vomited on them, I'd be like, fake. This is fake news, <laughs> you know. Would we've been, we've been down that road before, we've been down that road before with Quigley, you know. We're not going there again, <laughs> well, but no, I don't know. I have a zero tolerance policy for sounding, so for nope. sounding <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what that's basically what pipe cleaning is, yeah. Um, all right. Well, thank you there, Spice Man. Next call we have is a guy calls himself the Poly Guy, Chris the Poly Guy. 
Urethromatics. I have a zero policy for zero tolerance policy for urethromatics. Urethromatics. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Polly guy calls in about mm-hmm. liquor laws. All right. Hey, D. and Harrison. This is the Christopher Conundrum, a.k.a. the Polly Guy, Chris calling conundrum. in. Uh, so I'm listening himself. to episode 734 right now and hearing D. complain about the difficulties and restrictions he's facing in trying to acquire booze. Uh, now, a little bit about me. I live in the Canadian province of British Columbia, so... Listening to you talk about, like, not being able to get alcohol at a Rite Aid past 10 p.m. Bullshit. Uh, kind of inspired me to call in and tell you about what our provincial guidelines are on buying liquor. One, British Columbia. Buy... Vancouver, British Columbia right? is like Vancouver, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the... Okay. That was, it, what, was that founded by fucking Quakers or some shit? Like, what the fuck? I don't... I also I don't, don't know, is be all so... of, because I remember Windsor, right by Detroit, you can go to Windsor mm. when you're like 18 and drink, uh, and there's I casinos, so I don't know, yeah, yeah I yeah. don't know if that's all of Canada or just British Columbia. Or anywhere but a liquor store. Can't go to Walmart and buy booze, can't go to whatever, like, whatever our equivalent to Target would be, <laughs> used to be Zellers. Um can't go to a convenience store. Can't can't go anywhere. You have to go to a liquor store. Isn't that kind of like that uh, you said in uh, Massachusetts? In New York. In yeah, New- in New York and in, Mass- in New England and New York. Yeah, you have to go to a liquor store. Yeah, in, in New York you can get beer and wine at at convenience stores, but not in New England. You got to go to a liquor gotta store. Got to go to a liquor store. Mm. Uh, liquor stores by provincial law are mandated to be open to a maximum of 11 p.m. So uh, they they open at 9 a.m. They, they can open at 9 a.m. and they have to close at 11 p.m. After that, you're fucked. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I get where you're coming from, D. Don't mean any disrespect, but just wanted to say, could be worse, man. Could be worse. This is... Yeah, this is move. a Canadian diss, man. You should, yeah. you should, no you disrespect. Should <laughs> this is total Canadian diss. Hey, no disrespect, but uh, maybe you should reconsider your opinion there. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. God, I would fucking move. Would you move? No, I've, I've, lived, I've dealt with that. It's fine. Fuck you that. Dude. Work around Fuck it. That. You work around it. God, I guess mm. that's why you have to go to like Costco and stock up. Yeah. Oh wait, I guess you can't. I rarely ever have a point where it's like, oh, my God, there's no liquor and I need don't have any. and I need to get some. There's always at least like, oh, I got a bottle of tequila. I guess I can. That's that's kind of how I am. I have like my default. Like there's usually Mm. a bottle of tequila, maybe Mm. some whiskey left I could drink. But Mm. I don't know. I mean, sometimes uh, it's an emergency situation when you need to get booze. Have you ever had it delivered? No. Do they do that here? They must. Sure they do. Yeah, sure yeah. they do. Of course. I haven't, you know, uh, I haven't tried that. I'm not Charles Bukowski, you know. <laughs> haven't you, did uh, he have his liquor yeah, delivered? <laughs> I'm sure he did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he went to uh, yeah. that fucking uh, yeah. the, the liquor store on the corner. Or like right. secret elderly drunks, you know, get their fucking liquor delivered. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, he probably had like an assistant or something. Mm. Anyway, uh, thank you for that. And uh, yeah, my heart goes out to you, man. That's, ooh, that's rough. Yeah. Um, all right, next, uh, next caller we have is a good old Mike from the Third Reich. Calls in about Great. quarantine. Oh, Your buddy. Awesome. Yeah. Sick or non, this is Mike from the Third Reich. I'm calling because I'm fucking bored. I've been sitting around my house working from home for weeks now. This fucking quarantine is terrible. But I do have some free. Do you think he's befriended like a Nazi that lives across the street, an old man? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Bought him like a, a yeah. Boffin SS outfit. <laughs> Young man, I have kept myself alive with this Satan worm. You must suck it out of me now. Mm. I'm going to call the cops on you unless you start mm. goose-stepping in this uniform. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to jack off while you're goose-stepping. Goose-stepping too, electric boogaloo. <laughs> So I've been able to think up uh, a Nazi-related uh, thought experiment. Uh, Dee, could you play the uh, thought experiment, second wrong thought experiment music right here? Shit, he wants a thought experiment. You had music, music from it? Wow. Yeah, we had uh, the theme song to Airwolf. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, no, I don't at all. Yeah, it was a, that was the thought experiment music. You should try uh, that. Let you me see if I can that. find it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where that is, but if I can yeah. find it, Just I'll put it Just get it off in. of YouTube. Yeah, probably. Probably good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. No, that was great. I love that song. Thanks, Dee. Anyway, this thought experiment is for Harrison. Mm. Harrison, okay. if you could ha select one of these items to add to your BDSM hobby kit, would you rather have a leather riding crop owned by Hitler or a set of handcuffs owned by Himmler or a falcon's feather owned by Hermann Goering? Now, I don't know. Those all seem pretty good. Which one would you pick? And why? All right, gents. Take a sleep. He's going to send you one of these. It's going to be covered in his spore. Look, man, I, I, I'd take it. You know? <laughs> I'm no Mark Furman, but I, I, like, I like me some... Some memorabilia. Some antiques. Some antiques, yeah. Uh, of course, the him wearing handcuffs. I mean, my God. You know? <laughs> Because you know Himmler had his fucking name engraved on that yeah. shit. Because he had an, his name engraved on fucking everything. I was right? wondering if it'd have like a little so. monogrammed HH on it. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool to have. Yeah, and not not the definitely not the growing feather because A, fuck you. <laughs> and and B those things are perishable, bruh. The little mites yeah, start eating them and they're gone. Yeah, yeah. What so. was the other one? Hitler's riding crop? Yeah, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, the the handcuffs. How do you even fast. know? I almost bought Rose McGowan's like jeweled riding crop when I was at Rose McGowan's estate sale. Why wouldn't you buy that? How much was it? Yeah, it was like two hundred bucks or something. It's a lot of and money. I was like, I know. I was like, ah, and I didn't have a job at the time, and I was like, mm, it's a I weird thing for her to this. sell. Was she selling? She was her just selling everything, everything in her apartment. It was everything must go. Rose McGowan's around the time. Butt yeah, plugs. Right. <laughs> yeah. She had some cool shit. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. I did buy her a copy of um, the Narcotics Anonymous big book. So That's kind of cool. It's yeah. magic. Should have had her inscribe something in it. Uh, all right. Well, thank you there, Mike, from the Third Reich. Um, always good to hear from you. Final mm. call we have is uh, this guy, Ian. It's not even Christmas. And he's got a, 
the best Christmas story ever. Hmm. So here it is, Ian's Christmas story. Hey D, hey Harrison, this is Ian calling you guys back after you played my call on episode 731. I had a story for you guys that I think you'll enjoy, but more accurately, I think the wad would get a kick out of it. This is the story of the best Christmas I ever had. So December 2014, I was 19 years old and I had just moved out of my parents' house in the Bay Area into my best friend's house in Fresno for the first time ever, and I wasn't going to be celebrating any of the holidays with my family that year. My best friend went to Yosemite on Christmas Day with his dad, so I was left behind by myself to chill at the house. As a Jew, I did the normal shit of going and getting Chinese food, and I lit up a cigar at the local park. I don't know if this... Wait a second. Is that what Jews do? No. You get Chinese food, but I don't go yeah. light up cigars at the local no. park. No. <laughs> That's like... The yeah, you just... You just... <laughs> You just, you just adding shit in there, you know? Yeah, never heard mm. that before. I think it's a Jewish tradition, but it's what I fucking did. Oh. As I'm sitting up against a tree, a drifter walks by and asks if he could have a puff of my cigar. Not wanting to let him do that because I don't want to catch Hep A through fucking Z. I offer him a cigar for my humidor at home. I mean, after all, it is Christmas. He asks me if I can follow if he can follow me home. And Wait, he offers a drifter... A cigar from his humidor at home mm. and he br- he was in the guy's like can i follow you why would you offer that to him that's retarded yeah i understand that's christmas but fuck you mm. you're jewish you Who could also be shit? like why don't you hang around for 10 minutes and i'll give you like the, the last fucking third of it or something yeah you know i was just like yeah. here you can have this the rest of it being a complete moron, I say, sure, follow me home to my friend's house, of which I lived in less than a month, and in which I'm the only one home. So this beat-up fucking drifter who got his satchel of random knickknacks and crack pipes and bags of trash comes into my back patio, and I bring him a huge selection of cigars, and I just let him take what he wants. I start talking to him and find his name is Ronald Mays, and he's a laid-off iron worker in town to get his ex-wife to sign some papers. The story was probably complete bullshit. At first, I thought Ronald was a normal enough guy. He seemed nice. He was respectful. The dogs fucking hated him, but he didn't act weird toward him. Well, that was until he started talking to them. And he started telling me what they were telling him. I started to really get nervous when he told me the faces in the trees were screaming at him. But then he started telling me about his sex life and all the girls he fucked. And he said... I'm amazed that this guy would actually bring a homeless a drifter into his house. Even you know, I, I, I first, listening to this, I first was like coming from the perspective of a normal person for a brief moment. And I was like, well, that's crazy. I, and then I'm like, I actually would totally do that. I've done things like that. Just yeah. bring a homeless guy into your yeah. just a homeless guy to your house. Yeah. I wasn't in the house. He wasn't in the house. He was on the patio. That's fine. You know, <laughs> I've done shit like that. Like if, if the mood, you know, I'm very mercurial, capricious fella. You know, if a homeless person approaches me with the right approach at the right time and this, you know, the I guess Aquarius you don't live is with in alignment woman. with When Zodiac. you live with a woman, yeah. you can't do that. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they, they put the kibosh on that. You also can't buy um, an artificial elephant skull that's no. three feet tall. Yeah, they're not into that that's either. That's a thing you can only do when you're single. Yeah. yeah. I was fucking that bitch so good, then I grabbed her throat and choked that bitch to death. I think I actually pissed myself a little bit. I was certain this man was going to kill me. He described several other people he had killed, too. He allegedly beat some teenagers to death in a fight. He had a suicide pact with a man and let the other guy hang himself while he escaped. Ronald was a <laughs> schizo-fucking-nutcase. He asked me to use his bathroom inside the inside the house, and because oh, I had... Oh, oh, that's oh, right. Oh, 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 oh. Hold up. 
How, what do you mean he escaped? If the other guy hang, hung himself, you don't need to escape. You could just casually walk out, you yeah, know? He broke the pact. Yeah, yeah. You broke, yeah. You just definitely broke the pact. Um, <laughs> I guess when he says, like, can I use your bathroom is when I'd be like, no, dude. You gotta That's go. where I draw the line. That's yeah, where I draw the line. you gotta go. Yeah. You gotta go outside mm. in the dumpster. Except in my death, I let him in. He brings a lit cigar. He brings a lit cigar in like an God asshole. God bless this guy. And goes into the bathroom for like forty-five minutes, letting all the water run for no fucking reason. Finally, he comes out and let, tells me that he has to leave, but he wants to exchange numbers so we can hang out in the future. I give him a fake number. This guy's got a cell phone. This homeless guy's got a cell phone. Yeah, most most homeless people do. Do they? How do they pay for it? It's you can get a, a cell phone for like. Fucking, if you get a real Boost Mobile thing, it's like 20 bucks a month or something, you know? Who's texting the homeless guy? Most, you know, it's not that hard to get one. Most, even like the third world has fucking cell phones and has for longer than us, man. I like how this dude's like, this guy's like a, like a chick at the bar getting hit on by like an annoying guy. She's like, here's my fake number. (laughs) Don't come back. He knows where you live there, dude. He just fucking used your shitter. Hey, hey can, I, back. Can, can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? The face isn't screaming in the trees really like you. I'd like to go on another date with you. <laughs> yeah, I think that's yeah. what actually happened. He gives me a Christmas gift for my hospitality. A long, sharpened stick of rebar. His final words to me as he departs were, Here, take this. I don't want to kill anyone on Christmas. Never saw Ronald Mays again. Keep it sick, keep it wrong, take it sleazy. Don't what happened sick. to the rebar? Later, guys. His name was Ronald Mays. Ronald Mays. Ronnie Mays. Ronnie Mays and his sharpened stick of rebar. Wow. I wonder if the guy still has it. That actually sounds a lot like like those weird like medieval legends where it's like I met an old man and is covered in filth and he asked me for a coin and I gave him a coin but he was actually Jesus Christ and he gave me a wish. It turned my wife into a snail or whatever, you know? Aren't Christians supposed to bathe homeless people or anoint their feet or something? Yes. Yeah. So I would have... suck on their toes, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Give them a toe job. Yeah. I think that's what happens. Mm. Well, uh, you're lucky you uh, escaped a gruesome murder, which mm. is nice, <laughs> at the, uh, the, the business end of that rebar stick. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're you're lucky there. It's a Christmas miracle. Uh, did you ever see the guy? You never saw the guy again. I'm surprised. Well, you didn't see that he had a fucking sharpened rebar on him. <laughs> Maybe I yeah. yeah. Like where was he? Where was that the whole time? Mm. God. Anyway, well, that's a Christmas story for you. Yeah, it uh, is. People can go stick around hotline three two three five two two four zero three two. Got a quick email. Actually, just more of a plug. We got this guy that sent us a link to some of his artwork. And he wants us to plug it. And I got to say, I am perplexed by this artwork. I sent it to Harrison. He's equally perplexed by this artwork. Yes. Let me read the email. He says, hey, fellas, love the show. In lockdown, I've been making some drawings. Give a Brit Jew a shout, Bruce. And so Bruce sent us a, a link to his email, Bruce, or his website, actually, Bruce D. 
ransfield.com. So B-R-U-C-E-D is in David, R-A-N-S-F-I-E-L-D.com slash crazy dash telly dash legs. So Bruce mm. D. Ransfield, crazy telly legs. Mm. So I looked at it. I don't understand it, Harrison. Mm. I don't understand it. What, what are you supposed to do with the legs? All right, I'm going to impassively explain it to you. From what I understand, it's a, it's um, drawings of uh, legs in different humorous situations. Like cartoonish that, legs. That, yes, that you print out. And then if there's ever a figure on your television that is appearing from the waist up, perhaps on a news program speaking, you can tape the legs to the bottom of your TV so that it looks like that person has... Silly cartoonish legs. Crazy legs. Crazy telly. Mm, and I see he has a picture right. of uh, Boris Johnson here with like, I don't know, stripper legs maybe? That's correct. If, if that's what they are. Crazy telly legs. Are you watching a lot of TV? Make it fun with crazy TV legs. I think that's the point. And so I anyway. I would love to see <laughs> this guy go on Shark Tank with this idea. <laughs> If, yeah, that would be like my dream. Oh, that would be great. Bruce, yeah. you got to pitch mm. this to Shark Tank. Absolutely. And uh, record it. Mm. And send it in here and we can we can play it. Mm. I like this one of the underwear with like the testicles sticking out of it. Yeah, that one's... <laughs> that one's great. And it looks that like he's wearing like, high family. heels. Yeah. And then there's like a... Like a Scottish guy with it's, gout. It's Scotsman with gout, which yeah. I think is like something that's extra funny if you're British, I guess. Yeah, because you're making fun of Scotsman. I guess. And it ha they have gout, apparently. And I don't the know. best thing about this is the guy's asking for donations <laughs> for, for more crazy telly legs. I think you should donate. Give him a couple quid and he'll make you some more legs. Well, we should thank that gentleman. Yeah, thank you, Bruce. Yeah. And I'd uh, like to thank the, uh, the girl from The Ring for letting me broadcast from her domain, which I'm in right now. You can't see if you're listening, but in my, my the, the televised version of this, that's where I'm calling it. Yeah, you are kind of in so. like the terror swamp zone or something. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you there, Bruce. Mm. Uh, best way to support the show is by becoming a sick and wrong patron. Patreon.com slash sick and wrong. We do appreciate everybody that donates us, donates to us and supports us. Very um, much. Yeah. Trying, yeah. And uh, we've been trying to do live streams. It kind of dep depends on Harrison's sleep schedule. Uh, but we're supposed to do it on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it might I, happen. Yeah, I, I tried to not. make up for this past time. I actually figured out a way to, like, set up the Discord and have, um, you know, ease, more easily do live streams and, um, you know, big calls with a bunch of motherfuckers in a channel so you don't have to just call a million people. So hmm. I did that. I did I did YouTube for a little bit, and then I talked to people on Discord for a while. So that was fun. So maybe we'll do one this week. Yeah, we'll on do Wednesday. one this week. Yeah, maybe. let's try to do that. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll, yeah. But anyway, yeah. if you go to Patreon right now, though, you'll get to listen to uh, our news story that we did about a, a guy who killed a homeless man who he thought was a Terminator. Not to mention <laughs> yeah. uh, phone calls where uh, we found out about Muslim funeral traditions which That's i never right. heard about mm -hmm. so a lot of interesting stuff a lot of tidbits a lot of uh outtakes uh from me and harrison a lot of content there mm -hmm. on patreon so patreon.com slash sick and wrong support the show we do appreciate it uh finally here's mm -hmm. sick and wrong song of the week 
I'm going to dedicate this one to Onesian. It's a, a great song by the band The Queers. Ursula Finally Has Tits from their 1993 LP, Love Songs for the Retarded. It's a good song. Uh, people will be back next week with episode 738. Till then, take a sleazy.